If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to issues in the nation of Sri Lanka where Christians are under pressure from Buddhists. It's reported there have been over 20 violent incidents against Christians so far this year. Following a parallel surge in violent attacks on Muslims in the country, the government has been called on to ensure the protection of minorities and their places of worship. And since the current government took office in 2015, over 190 incidents of religious violence against churches, clergy and Christians have been recorded. Let's get some insights into what's happening in Sri Lanka. Godfrey Yogaraja is the Deputy Secretary General of the World Evangelical Alliance. He's an advocate and on behalf of churches that are doing it tough right now. He's joining us from Sri Lanka. Hello, Godfrey. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Uh, it's good to be on this program and to share about what's happening to the church in Sri Lanka. Godfrey, growing violence against Christians in Sri Lanka. If you can set the scene for us, it's primarily a Buddhist-majority nation, uh, but the government's being accused of encouraging the rise of Islam. Is that the case? Uh, no, I, actually the situation is that uh, Sri Lanka is a majority Buddhist nation with almost uh, 69.3% of Buddhists in the country. And um, we have Hindus around 12%, Muslims around uh, approximately 7%, and Roman Catholics around 6%, and Protestant Christians are around 1% uh, of the country's population. And the persecution that is really happening uh, to Christians in Sri Lanka is from the Buddhist extremists. Uh, and this persecution by the Buddhist extremists is not only for the Christian evangelical minority in Sri Lanka, but it is also uh, on the Muslim mosques and uh, the Muslim minority as well. So actually the, both the Muslim minority and the Protestant uh, evangelical Christian minority are under a lot of pressure from extremist Buddhist forces. And many mosques have been attacked, many churches have been attacked, and in the last um, well, there, there are a few months, that is from 2017 itself, we have 196 incidents against uh, the churches in Sri Lanka. So what do we make of those accusations the government is encouraging Muslim extremism to flourish? And that obviously goes against what would typically be the way that a Buddhist no, no, no. minority... That, that is completely, uh, yeah, that is completely a wrong statement. I, the government is not uh, encouraging uh, Muslim extremism at all. 
and uh, i should say that the government is not even uh, encouraging the buddhist, uh, buddhist extremism as well because the government which took over in 2015 has tried has been trying to bring reconciliation and has been trying to actually reach out to all communities but there are a lot of disruptive forces within sri lanka and uh, some of these forces have political patronage so there are maybe individual ministers who are really fueling this whole uh, disharmony and religious violence um but it is uh, not a government sponsored thing that i should make very clear but there are buddhist extremist groups in the country and these buddhist extremist groups uh, are the ones who are against uh, the muslim community and uh, the christian evangelical community because both these groups are religious minorities in sri lanka and we've just uh, you know finished a 30 year old ethnic conflict which was sorted out and uh, which was kind of uh, quelled the rebellion and now as we move in to reconciliation and trying to build a united nation there are a lot of these disruptive forces who are raising its head uh, there are several uh, you know disruptive organizations are there which are really buddhist extremist organization and uh, they are the ones who are causing all these problems now in sri lanka you have freedom of religion how does that work out in practice day to day yeah the sri lankan constitution guarantees religious freedom even though there is a clause uh, which says that the buddhism would be given foremost place and the state has the onus to protect and foster buddhism so under that uh, there is a certain privilege given to buddhism as uh, you know in uh, in one sense like a uh, a state religion and uh, and even though we okay because they being the majority religion you know there are certain privileges given by the government but we feel that all other religions also should be respected and religious freedom should be maintained uh, but this is not the case when it comes to actual practice of it uh the, the we find that even state officials like uh, divisional secretaries and government agents have been in recent years asking churches and mosques to register with the government even though there is no such law and if we don't register with the ministry of religious affairs they are saying that you are not a legal church and you cannot exist and in many times the police have tried to close down some of these churches which they say are not registered with the government now for the evangelical churches to register there is no procedure also in the religious affairs ministry and uh, and there is no law there is only a circular which is not a law so that doesn't make it uh, compulsory for anyone to register so in essence uh, the evangelical churches have to be uh, considered like illegal churches by the state and so that is another pressure that the churches right now are having Godfrey, are the churches in Sri Lanka growing, or does this level of persecution affect the way that people are attracted to or committed to their church? I mean, I think we can praise God that the church in Sri Lanka is a growing church, and because it's a growing church, uh, there has been a lot of pressure brought on uh, uh, the evangelical churches. And uh, one of the things which has been uh, in recent days, if you look at some of the websites, you would see. that uh, the president and the justice minister have been very very critical of one of the lawyers 
who has been appearing on behalf of the evangelical churches because in a, a talk, TV talk show he mentioned that there were 196 incidents against uh, the churches in Sri Lanka. And because of that, the justice minister has threatened to strip him off uh, his uh, profession as a lawyer. And uh, the most of the civil society and others have opposed this and protested against this. And, um, uh, and, and so, so this is the kind of pressure that, you know, uh, the churches are facing. And uh, one sad thing is that the Roman Catholic uh, Archbishop, uh, Cardinal Malcolm Ranjit, uh, he has also denied, uh, according to the president, that there are any attacks on churches. Uh, and uh, because the Roman Catholic Church in Sri Lanka seems to only uh, recognize the Roman Catholic churches as churches, and uh, they do not recognize any of the evangelical churches as uh, churches. And in fact, the cardinal uh, called for anti-conversion laws to be implemented a few months ago in Sri Lanka. So we have the majority Roman Catholic Church also uh, bringing pressure along with uh, some of the Buddhist groups to... Uh, marginalize and to kind of ostracize and to even bring laws like the anti-conversion laws uh, to stem the growth of the evangelical church in Sri Lanka. So violence from the Buddhists. It's a uh, complex issue, yeah. Very complex. Uh, also the pressure that comes from uh, Islamic groups, but also uh, to Protestant churches from the Catholic Church. What sort of ways are those evangelical or Protestant churches, uh, what sort of ways are they preparing for uh, the possibility of violence? Is there special security that it has to be in place whenever you have times of worship? How does that work, Godfrey? Uh, very sadly, in most cases, there is impunity in the way, you know, the, these monks are able to... Uh, some of these Buddhist extremist groups are kind of led by extremist uh, Buddhist monks as well. And uh, we've found that uh, in many cases, the police also, which belong to the majority community, uh, are, uh, their hands are tied and they do not act impartially, uh, which has been a serious uh, concern to us. And uh, many of these extremist monks, even though there are court orders given for their arrest, are not arrested by the police. And there is a very famous uh, Buddhist monks, again, if you look at some of our websites, you'd see, uh, even though uh, there has been an arrest order, uh, you know, the police have not arrested him, and he is still at large, even though there is a contempt of court case against him. Uh, so things there seems to be a break in the rule of law, and um, uh, we, we are very concerned about it, because even January this year, a church called Kitu Savannah, uh, an evangelical church, uh, was completely demolished. Uh, and uh, there are many other uh, acts of violence also which have been perpetrated against the churches. Christian workers have been beaten up. Uh, there are harassment, discrimination, intimidation, uh, threats uh, by these mobs. Uh, mobs surround churches. There are protests uh, instigated by uh, the, uh, these extremist groups. Uh, so there is a pressure, a lot of hostility uh, uh, for the church grew or grew, which uh, is growing in Sri Lanka. Godfrey, how do you hope Australian Christians might pray uh, for the circumstances in Sri Lanka? What uh, what would be your encouragement to them? Yeah, I think uh, uh, the Australian churches could pray uh, that uh, the church would continue to remain faithful in the midst of a lot of pressure and persecution and that we would continue to rather obey God than men and uh, that uh, our faith would be strengthened 
and uh, we would continue to do, fulfill the mandate that God has called uh, each one of us as Christians in this land. Uh, it is a trying time. It is a time when the church is going through uh, a lot of hostility, and uh, yet uh, I think we have the goodwill of the majority of right-thinking population in Sri Lanka. Uh, the civil society has been standing with us, and uh, interestingly, a lot of the uh, Muslim minority uh, uh, mosques and uh, groups also have been very supportive of the evangelical Christians because they have also faced the same kind of uh, attacks and same kind of hostility from uh, these extremist groups. So pray for the church in Sri Lanka that uh, it will remain faithful to its call and um, will continue to work towards fulfilling the Great Commission. Well, Godfrey, I want to thank you for sharing your heart about what's happening in your homeland of Sri Lanka. Godfrey Yogaraja is Deputy Secretary-General of the World Evangelical Alliance. He's National Secretary-General of the Sri Lankan Evangelical Alliance. And, Godfrey, thank you so much for updating our listeners on what's happening. And I'm sure there'll be uh, some more prayer warriors who'll be in the courts of the Lord on your behalf, knowing that you're under intense pressure under the circumstances that you're in in Sri Lanka. Godfrey, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. God bless you. And uh, I wish all the listeners who are listening also uh, uh, blessings from God. Thanks. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.